voting is how you can make a difference. Not only that, it's the only thing you should do to make a difference because of how big of a difference it makes. Out of the 150 million expected voters, your vote carries the leverage of one 150 millionth of a difference. And your vote carries more weight than that because it doesn't actually carry any legal weight toward electing the president. The 538 members of the Electoral College are the ones whose votes legally elect the president, as described in Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. So you vote to elect electoral voters who vote for and actually elect the president. And in most states, electoral voters aren't legally bound to vote according to the way that the voters vote for them to vote. This system is genius, because who better knows who the citizens want to vote for than the Electoral College? Sure as hell not the citizens. You can't trust people like that. Except their vibrations is, uh, is low, so that's why they are solid objects. Versus our vibration is high, we have we have more more life force inside us. So yeah, to learn the consciousness, we start with life force, we start with energy, and then build upon that. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grammaric Show. We are going to be chatting with Nitin Adsel a little bit later from the Life Force Academy uh, about Kundalini and. All that fun stuff, and we got good friend of the show for tea and mine, Justin, joining us here. Uh, but first, as always, the blue blocker himself, Graham Dunlop. How's it going, buddy? Good, good. How you doing? You know, I had a real good one picked out for this week, and I had written it down. And it was you lost. so good. That's what and you're I, looking I for. I actually really? wiped it off. Oh, really? That's It'll too bad. To It'll come to me. How you doing, Justin? I'm living the dream. Living the dream, fellas. I think nice. it might have been Graham Garden Gnome Dunlop. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, he, he wanted to call himself the possibilionist genome instead of Graham when we started the show. That was going to be a pseudonym. That's, that's his blog name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that was going to be his is, yeah. pseudonym. Yeah. you imagine if you had to call him possibilionist all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm rather glad you guys don't call me 14 mind all the time. I wouldn't mind it, but I'm... Friend of the show, 14 Mind. And, well, you're a blogger. You're a blogger on our website, right? Actually, I was just talking to Darren before this. I've written one post in all of 2016, so I only have, like, 15 days left, 16 days to uh, <laughs> to make that two. Are you going to squeak something out? <laughs> I'm going to try to. I, I, like, I was telling you guys I had one picked out, and uh, it was the whole paranormal odors. Paranormal oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then, uh, then, yeah, Joshua Cutchin came out with uh, the Brimstone Deceit. And I figured, well, that's probably a pretty good source. So I'm going to get that for Christmas, whether a present from someone else or a personal Christmas present to myself. Hmm. And then once I've done a little bit more research, then I'll, I'll pump that one out. But I got a couple more in the barrel that hopefully I can pop out here. <laughs> I should, uh, you should do one on, uh, like, auditory hallucinations Ooh, I, I have those I have those all the time no. where I think I'll hear music or something and I'll, I think it's because I'm half deaf and my hearing's got my hearing's getting worse really yeah I can see a hearing aid in my future I'm probably still a while away but I'll notice like work? yeah probably I'm going blinder too really like if it's, if, blinder if it's like <laughs> yeah 
If it's like, oh, maybe if he has some blue blocking glasses in the dusk, or like if it's not bright enough, I have a really hard time seeing. Like Lisa, uh, she tries to dim the lights, touch me. I was like, you got to turn those lights on, otherwise I'll fucking start walking into shit. Are you t- in the house? You're talking about? Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. have you gotten new glasses in a while? Like maybe? No, I do need to. Are you gonna get blue blocking lenses? <coughs> I have to go for a exam. You should at night. I sleep way better. Oh fuck! What was that? That's a new one. My power bar went off. Are you still, can you hear us, Justin? No. No. So that's why we need <laughs> donations. Because <laughs> all of a sudden the power went out. Just on the power bar. Are you not bar. paying the bill? Just on the power bar. So uh, that's how it happens pretty much weekly in the studio. <laughs> Some weird glitch, power or cords. <laughs> That was a new one. <coughs> so what happened there? I don't know. The power bar. There's just too much <clears throat> shit plugged into this. No, it can't just go all of a sudden like that, do you think? Well, it seems like it. If this thing kicked out, this power bar kicked out. So are you still recording if I call Justin right back then? Yeah, we're still recording. And we can just fix all this because of your backup power now? We're still recording? Yeah, that? because of the USP saves the day hey buddy so we are still recording right on right on and we uh, just booted back up somehow there was a power bar malfunction is that a is that a normal canadian thing do you guys get those a lot <laughs> well <laughs> i guess it is if you're plugging a power bar into a power bar into a power bar and you've got a faraday cage of electronics <laughs> happening here with not enough power I think we're gonna have to wire. I think we're gonna have to get an electrician, and we need another outlet. We need another outlet and a bigger fucking breaker in the garage. Another outlet? Are we utilizing all the outlets in here already? No, we could wire another one in. If we put in a bigger breaker in the panel box, or we could wire another fucking plug in here. Right. I have not. Or even like there's a panel box there that could put probably put a couple breakers in it, you know? I think it's, it sends 50, amp, 50 amps out here. Yeah, I don't know about how that works if you spread it out. Like if we put another breaker in and we spread some of it out, would that help? Or? Yeah, that helps. I mean, when we kick the whole breaker in the garage, it's because we've heated that thing up, which is what happens if we turn on one more heater. Now, That's... the power bar thing's a new one. Yeah. So it's just. So like what did you do down there? Did kicked, you pl- unplug it and plug it back in? I just hit the reset. Really? So the power bar is just. Could it have something to do with the minus twenty out there? No, probably not, eh? Well, it could. Let's see. see uh, that minus twenty is that Celsius? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Could it have anything to do with you backing into your cable box in your yard, and then your cable and your internet goes out, and then the next morning it's back on again? Yeah, that still could have been a coincidence. I'm still not sure what to think there. So I was back parking my truck in my yard and like the, my cable thing. And the, there's the, in Canada, we have these cable things that come out of the ground and that's like where the cable guy will go to fuck. With and it's covered kid. in a steel box, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's basically like a eight inch square fucking pole, pole thing box coming out of the ground. that sticks up like three feet. And mine and the neighbors are right beside each other. So I saw what I thought was mine in my rear view mirror. <laughs> and it was your and I'm just like backing up. Fucking boom. I was like, fuck. 
So I got out and parked my truck, and uh, sure enough, the thing was bent over on a 45. So I pushed it back up, went in the house, and my internet wasn't working. So then I went downstairs to check the cable. That wasn't working. So um, I assumed I had broke something and was going to call the repair guy today. But when I woke up in the morning, every everything was working again. I think you just shocked it. It just you put a shock through it. Either that or it was just a coincidence. And there was a random outage at the same time as I thought I backed into it. Yeah, that's weird. Well, you did back into it. And you thought you broke it, you mean? When I thought I broke it. All right, so we're back on track here now. Justin, what were we saying again? I don't know. <laughs> I was uh, just trying to figure out uh, oh, how I know. it was here. We were talking about auditory hallucinations. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I have those quite a bit, yeah. And you think that's because you're partially deaf? Yes. Are you going to get blue? Any oh, visual and I need new glasses. And then you need new glasses. And you're going to get blue blocking glasses? Like, I sleep way better with these now. At night, I'll wear these. Yeah, so if, if the know, TV's on or any light, artificial lighting's on, I'll have these on, even though they're not really good to walk around in, but it helps you get me blue sleep. blocker and anti-reflective? Because yours are really reflective. Like, I could read your computer screen off of your face. What does that matter? It doesn't matter, unless you're looking at something that's weird on your phone. <laughs> Just keep being cognizant of that. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> you're wearing a couple of mirrors on your face. That work, people are creeping on what I'm watching on my phone. Yeah. So anyways, uh, auditory hallucinations. Just through 16 gigs of data a month, and <laughs> so, I really wonder what you've been up to on your phone. So give me an example. <laughs> uh, a lot of times for me, it's music. I'll think I'll hear music, and it'll be like a fucking truck in your brain truck running out in front of the house or the furnace kicked in or did you think i hear talking and it's nothing have you do you have any of those justin uh not a common occurrence but it has happened before um so lately actually i keep keep thinking i see stuff at the corner of my eyes and uh, I'm not sure if my eyesight's going, and I'm gonna need a pair of blue locking glasses here pretty soon. But yeah, it's it's we the weird weirdest thing really. It's more and more I keep seeing. Yeah, what I think you know our coworkers usually happens around work. Coworkers are you know because you know it's a big warehouse, and you know it's easy to creep up on people, and it's kind of a game actually to sneak up on people. And so you know I'm always aware and cautious, but. uh yeah, I keep seeing, you know, what I think are people out the corner of my eyes. And when I turn, there's no one there. So I just chalk it up to uh, to bad eyesight or, or paranoia. Not not any Fortean phenomena? I don't believe so. Uh, I mean, it's a big warehouse. And, I mean, I've been there by myself, you know. I get up, you know, rather early. And it's pretty dark now when I get there. And I'm the only one in the warehouse. And Ooh. I never get the creep factor. Never have. Do you have glasses? I don't. No, oh. my boy just got glasses, but um, technically there's no there's no blood link there. So yeah, yeah. So doesn't run in our family. So t- so what do you guys think about this auditory hallucination then? Um, golfing in Phoenix, just like on the beautiful blue sky, walking down the the middle of this big fairway, and you hear this up. Like above me, like it's it was honestly like a UFO auditory hallucination, 
And I look up, I just flip out. I look up, I'm looking around, and I couldn't see anything. But it sounded like there was something buzzing right near me. Like, and it wasn't like insect buzz, because that wouldn't have been that loud. This was like vibration, like loud buzzing. Like mm. a cloaked drone. <laughs> You're going right there, right? No, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, no, I, I didn't say UFO. I just said it could have been a drone. Maybe it was a drone, and I oh. didn't see it. I don't know what it yeah, was. You started with UFO. Hallucination, <laughs> which is weird, because most UFO signs don't report noise associated oh. with the craft yeah so it uh more uh a cloaked drone i guess would be more you know plausible because it's earthly technology although if you have the ability to cloak it and make it unseen you think you would have the ability to make, make it, it quiet silent. yeah had an yeah. airplane flown by well, not long before well there no i don't think no this was no i don't think so you don't think so. no this was like oh, just above me like i was like looking up like something is right there not like miles up like 20 what? feet up, it, 10 feet up, like it was like right there. That close, huh? Yeah, but, um, well, I mean, it's hard to tell because you didn't see it, but it sounded close. But, I mean, the guys in C-SETI has a lot of auditory hallucinations like that. The people that they get out there and meditate, try and make contact. Do you remember what having that those? podcast with Terry Tabando, Darren, way back? I do. And he talked I about like that? Terry Tabando. It was fun. Yeah, we should get him on again. Jeez, when I think back about that podcast, we were in, we were in two studios before this one. Yeah. Was that yeah. still in, That was in the original. In the old house? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I'll link to that up. Absolutely. That was fun. That was my, uh, my theory, Graham, and I think you're going to like this, it's an auditory time slip. Nice. Nice. I yeah. like that. I, I think I just coined a new uh, phenomenon. Copyright 14 mine. This time slips show. in the studio. Yeah, totally. The, the studio iMac is always gaining. I think it's up to like 11 or 12 minutes ahead of real time. Oh, yeah? And if you adjust it, it just adjusts back. And it's connected to the internet, too, so it should be fixing itself, but I don't get it. And time literally goes faster in the studio. It's the... I think the igloo could be a vortex. Ah, maybe that's Maybe that's how the power's always bucking off. Now well, that could be it. Or we just need an electrician. Maybe there's just so much EMF and electronic (laughs) fucking phenomena going on in here that it just like distorts time. Or we need an electrician. We're just busted down mysteries tonight, aren't we? Which is going to cost money. Which is why you need to support the show. Yep. Check out America.ca slash support (laughs) uh, for all the different ways to do that. Um, Sign up for a monthly. Like, uh, think of how much you spend on coffee in a month and give us like one of those a month. One Starbucks a month. Five bucks, that's about a buck a show. It's the most popular uh, plan. Hey, look what you bought. You, actually, somebody donated the power backup supply that just saved their recording today. Yeah, we would have lost We've it. had three power outages for some dumb reason over the last three Since months. Since we started needing heat. The more heat we need, the more the power seems to fail. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or because yeah. your the igloo is a vortex. That could be it, too. <laughs> so... Yeah, check out grammaric.ca slash support. Sign up for a monthly if you can. Uh, one-time donations are appreciated as well. Uh, I have some t-shirts too. Graham still has some t-shirts left. 25 bucks. 25 bucks or more. Um, they can check out the Instagram account for pictures of the shirts. I'm sure they're in there somewhere. Yeah, or you can also check out grammaric.ca slash swag if you want like stickers or coffee cups or... Uh, there's women's shirts and kids shirts there and, and all that fun stuff. Short shorts. I think the uh, mini skirts, same thing. Um, so yeah, check all that stuff out. All different ways to support the show. 
Uh, of course, if you can't afford to support us financially, we understand, and you can review the show wherever you can. And tell a friend. Share the show. Share the show. Yeah, tell a friend. And sign them up to newsletters anonymously. Sign them up to Justin's newsletter. Yeah, Justin helps with the newsletter. Oh, by the way, we're not we're not we're not doing the episode art thing anymore. Yeah, you're take that out. Oh well, thanks for keeping me in the loop, fella. (laughs) Well, we thought you still listened. I remember remember hearing you talk about it, but uh, I never got an official confirmation. So I figured until I heard it from the horse's mouth, it was staying in there. Yeah. Well, thanks. We really appreciate you doing that. But people can submit T-shirt designs. Yeah, you can submit art if you want. There's a lot of back episodes that could use art if people do want to submit art. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'd like to get all those over to to, uh, new art. Check out the Instagram and you'll see some of the episode art because some podcast players still don't do the specific episode art. But the website does have it. Yours doesn't? No, I got iTunes. Oh, yeah. Darren, iTunes doesn't do it still. Crazy. Do you a podcast player? Yeah. So, everyone, so switch to Overcast. It's free. Or iCatcher. iCatcher's not free. Yeah, iCatcher's a couple bucks. Overcast is free and it works really well. And it'll even do if you're listening to another podcast that have, you know, maybe not as stellar of audio as we do. Uh, it's got like a boost function and things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think you guys have pretty decent audio. Yeah, we strive for that. Well, That's another reason. Unless, to uh, unless you get Colin, like me, like every time I hear... Myself on the show. I'm like, wow, I need a new microphone. No, you sound good. Yeah, to you, but when you listen back to the to the podcast, you can tell definitely tell a difference. So here, I got a jingle for In you. In my opinion. And now another edition of the Grime American Goodies by the people. All the people. It's time for another edition of uh, Quotes of the Week. Oh, oh no. From our friend uh, Jackson on Jackson Taylor. Oh, hey Jackson! Thanks so, for doing this. Check oh, out. Should I be of course, you can him? you can follow Jackson on Twitter. I think it's just uh, it's at Jackson Taylor Jr. And you'll be. I hope he doesn't mind me giving out his Twitter. But then you'll be up to date on the quotes. Jr. or Jr. Jr. Okay. So uh, we'll go back. It's been a while, so we're going to go all the way back to episode one ninety three. 158, an hour 58. So does that mean in a couple generations, China's going to have 50 million extra women? <laughs> who Does he say who it was? Nope. Because we can't remember who I said I think it things. was me. Uh, it sounds like something I might have said. One ninety four. Can we get a new T-shirt that says "Scope Darren" and underneath this coffee tastes like ass? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been you. No, that was a write in. Yeah, that was a listener. Number 195 at the 5630 mark. It's a good place to cry to drum solos. <laughs> By Graham, don't shrink dumb. <laughs> I think that's when you claim you don't get shrinkage. I've never claimed that. You did, on the air. Oh, no, in a cold pool, in a cold thermogenesis thing. Oh, uh, you don't drink? Not the same, no. Not if you're breathing through it. <laughs> <laughs> Number 196. The point of all that, the point of all that is the psychedelic change the way you perceive things, whether that happened or not. Mm. 
That was not either of us. No. No one's smarter than us. 197. Consciousness itself seems to be more complex and expansive than the brain-based models we currently have. Nice. I like that. And Jackson just stops tweeting me the pictures of cats. Graham don't live here anymore. You got to Instagram the cats to Graham. Because I don't care about the cats. Oh, I got a great picture of Zeus. <laughs> I think this is his cat, actually. His cat looks like the original grumpy cat. Tell him to send it over to me and I'll put it okay. on there with Zeus. Oh, oh that's awesome. He looks... and there's this one. He's got the lion <laughs> cut. <laughs> I tried to give my cat the lion cut by myself. We're not really. Look at this picture, Zeus. Oh, you're such a dork. One, one, number 198. Once you put coffee in your ass, all bets are off. <laughs> 199 <laughs> you seem to have teflon skin and just let it roll off yeah let the shit roll right off his back and up his butt <laughs> we really are pretty low brow he's Ep- got to be picking up the worst uh, episode 200 i'm not editing shit i'll just read the hate mail <laughs> and number 201 it might just be me, but the other host seems less than impressed with his stony baloney counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the stony baloney. James thinks my pseudonym should be Stone Balone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, thanks, Jackson, for the quotes. Yeah. So I got a couple other, I got a couple listener emails that might be appropriate for this episode of like Kundalini and life change and finding your path and all that kind of stuff. Sure. What do you got? Uh, you got a jingle? Jangles? You got a jingle for that? For what? I don't know. For, for the, It's kind of like a synchro, one of those a synchronish kind of. Uh, synchronish? Yeah. What's that? Is that a synchronish? Synchronicity-ish kind of thing. Synchronistic-ish. So do a synchro. Jingle. Synchro jingle. Oh, I like this. I want a good skull for my synchronicity. Graham reads it out, then Dara might give it to me. Hey, don't you please read it low. All right, this is from, uh, does he say, I can say his name. This is from Shane. He says Darren and Graham, and he spells it like G R H, G R A H M. He spells it like most people say it. Actually, he spells it like you say. Graham. It. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you about an experience I had about a year ago. I had no name for it until I heard you mention Deja Real. This is how it's spelled. I know that these kinds of experiences are hard to convey over text because they are so personal, so I'll try and make some analogies or other examples. So here it is. I had just gotten a new job and I was working a lot. But one day I was walking down the shop floor and the sun was filtering in from the windows next to the roof on the right. As I walked through that warm sunbeam showing me all the dust in the air, I had this sinking feeling in my gut that I had seen all this before. The heaviness inside me never left all day. It was like I had done something that my my conscience had told me was all wrong. I don't understand this feeling or why I was having it, so I dealt with it all day. <clears throat> At the end of the day, everyone leaves the parking lot to head home. The exit from the parking lot had a blind corner to the left and a straight road to the right. 
No one ever came from the left. Everyone always just pulled out and didn't look to see if anyone was coming. But that day, with all the strangeness I had felt, I looked both ways. And as I looked to that blind corner, I saw an 18-wheeler come barreling around the corner at a scary speed for a truck, and at a speed that was so fast for a truck that big on the road that small. If I had not stopped because of the weird feeling, I would have been crushed on the driver's side of my car by a semi-truck. And in that moment, I remembered the dream. Sorry for the caps, but it's all the only way I could get the feeling across. It was like time slowed down and sped up at the same time. Reality slowed down as the semi went by in front of me. But I remembered the dream in full detail, and it all came back to me. I had the exact same dream. Everything that day had happened before. I even remember the feeling of the concussion of the semi hitting the side of my car. The glass shredding my face and arm, and the blackness that came after. All of the recall happened in those few seconds that the semi drove past. So I drove home to my wife and sat and thought about it. I told her about it, but it's something that's so hard to convey. I hope this made some kind of sense to you, semi-sense to you guys. Thanks for reading this. Hmm. Crazy, eh? It's a tough one to rate. I'll give it an well, it's eight not, since it he's was, not, Yeah, it since wasn't. Since he didn't get killed. I don't think, I don't think he was really... <coughs> um, you know, doing it for a rating, but it's one of those like uh, awareness things, right? You change all of a sudden. You're like something's going on. A little that's bit more like, awareness. You like slow down. Angel. You don't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the third man effect or something like that. Yeah, you got somebody looking out for you. Oh, thanks for the letter. What do you think of that, Justin? That sounds more like precog to me. Yeah, but yet, it, but yet, it was a coming from stick? a dream too. Like a ripple stick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, coming from a dream, uh, that's even more, you know, precognition. I mean, if he he had experienced the events before, I mean, that, that was a, like a vision, basically. You know, he saw the future in quotations. Nice. Yeah. So I got another one here. This is kind of appropriate as well. It's about singing bowls and a synchronicity and a trip report feedback all together here. <clears throat> this is. Psychedelics are catalysts of consciousness. That is the best jingle. I think that was a hey. Neil, Neil D special. Thanks to all the listeners who send in jingles. Or yeah, send unreal. in some more jingles. Actually, someone just said they wanted to help with a jingle. Like we need it. What, what do you, did you want? A donation you jingle a or something like that? Jingle. Or support or. So this is uh, hello, Darren and Graham. I have some interesting updates since my last email about the crow synchronicities. Do you remember that one? That was pretty crazy. First of all, and most likely of most interest to you guys, I signed up for a monthly, the 555 option. So thanks, Eric. Secondly, soon after I wrote last, I booked a crystal bowl energy healing session with a local practitioner. What makes this particular practitioner interesting is the fact that the bowls she used, and most likely many the others used by people all around the world, were a waste product. She was telling me her story slash journey about how she had always been drawn to sound energy and because of what she has come to practice crystal bowl energy work. She told me that Corning Glass uses these crystal bowls as a crucible in the production of another product they make. Not exactly sure what this is, some sort of solid state glass widget. The manufacturing process necessitates the use of different glass crucibles to heat 
whatever these items are, to high temperatures. These crucibles are also made by Corn and Glass in their 99.98 fused quartz silica crystal, extremely high quality, and they're discarded after the heating process. In telling of her tale, she elaborated that along her spiritual-slash-energetic path, she walked into a shop in South Carolina and felt the need to tell her story to the owner. This was unusual because the past... When she told in the past, when she told people that she was in charge of quality control and product management, in addition to being a physicist, she was usually met with blank stares and awkward silences. She told the owner where she was from and that the owner experienced that she'd been trying to get in contact with Corning Inc. all day in an effort to purchase more of these amazing crystal bowls. Little did she, the owner of the shop, know that she was trying to purchase was a waste product. It was no surprise when the man on the other end of the phone repeatedly hung up on her when she wanted more chakra bowls. After a quick call from the product management physicist on staff at Corning and a few technical jargony words, more bowls were on their way. Kind of a neat coincidence, I think, considering she was from the town that made the bowls and me being local as well. Anyway, the experience of the crystal bowls on me. I laid down and let the crystal bowl energy began to overtake me. Each note, each new note I could feel so powerfully in my entire being. Individually, the notes from the bowls I could physically feel vibrate me at the specific area where they were attuned to. After a few rounds of individual notes washing over my body and my energy, she began to play a combination of notes. The dual pitches were phenomenal and evoked emotions, feelings, and sensations unique to the dually vibrating harmonies. The sensation I can best describe as a quick, no, as a warm, thick liquid on one side of my body and pleasantly washing to the other. Not long after she began this, mind completely, oh, geez, not long after she began this, my mind completely separated from my body. I know that I was not asleep but I do not have a very strong recollection of the time that she was playing these dual pitches. It was so close to an out-of-body experience. I do not have any visual memories, audio memories, or physical. It was like I was just turned off. I do not even have a really good idea of how long she did this for. Slowly after she finished, I came back to consciousness and began to flex and move my extremities. Session over, energies modulated, mind open to the amazing sensations of crystal healing. I loved it. For at least three days after, I carried the positivity and the balanced feelings from the experience. Again, I loved it. So there you have it, a feedback slash chip report experience report. Not really sure what to call it, except just plain awesome. Keep up the great work, fellas. Nice. Sounds fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Those bulls, they do weird shit, man. I know. I'm like, believe me, I've used these on my girlfriend all the time for healing and it works like a damn. I was listening to that Monroe music again the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one? The shamanic-sounding one? Uh, Yeah. Oh, let me check here. It's that one album is the one I like the best. Um, Could be the one I listened to in the, the float tank. I think it's the... The Dreaming Gate? Yeah, the ritual. Yeah, the Dreaming Gate. Yeah, yeah, that that one's um, that's like my favorite. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. Similar to the experience I had with the bowls too, when I went to the sound bath and the meditation, and like 
Oh yeah, this is a... Yeah. The didgeridoos get crazy. That, that song is good. Go to the first, go to the first one. That's the shit I was listening to on Mushrooms in the Psilocybin yeah. episode. Yeah. Which is now semi-available again. <laughs> so oh, you just, found it? Well, yeah. Uh, Gainer sent it over from the UK. He had it. So nice. I'm going to... Uh, he had to send it in pieces. So I just got to patch it back together, and then I'm going to put it in... Um, what I think I'm going to do is upload it to the MAGA account, and then I'll just have a URL that I feel like... Spam gram and ask. We can send it to you if we think you're cool. That's the mushroom episode? Yeah. Maybe if you're going to piece it together, you should just take out the Tiesto music in case. We get sued back yeah. to the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that one on there, but just remove the Tiesto one. Is that the one that got us in trouble? I don't know what one got us in trouble, but. One did get us in trouble. On YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What Ironically, else is, that it's oh, yeah. that episode too. Right? I know. That focus all of YouTube on there. So yeah, that was that was good. No, yeah. I had a, some similar experiences. Whenever I do that crystal bowl stuff and I'm in that sound bath, it's like it totally relaxes you so much. It really knocks me out. Like it puts it almost puts me to sleep. So you have those hypnagogic kind of states, and you're sort of slipping in and out of consciousness. I'm due for some mushrooms. Yeah. We should do a crystal bowl thing. Actually, my friends uh, Steve and Corinne might be doing that. They we, they have all the didgeridoos and didgeridoos and crystal bowls in their basement. It's awesome. I wonder how much so, a didgeridoo is. He's got like all the shockers, six of them, I think. Didgeridoos. Ooh, maybe I could use. You're gonna be gone. You should leave me your keys. You look after Zeus. I gotta ask you about that. Actually. Me and Joey need a place. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They come back, Zeus is dead. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's a fire in the corner. No, we just want to, you know, maybe trip out sometime over the holidays. Sure, man. And then yeah. I can take care of your cat. Oh, he's yeah. Well, I need. I'll, I'll talk to you about that later. All right. Yeah. Um. Anything else? You have time for me? One more? No, I don't. Uh, I don't have anything else actually. Well, I should. You have. got anything, Justin? No, I uh would you how about a how about a UFO quote? Fuck okay. it. Huh. Good thing somebody's fucking paying attention. Down in Graham going deep. It's a profound UFO quote of the week. Words to ponder and critique. It's a profound UFO quote of the week. All right. So this one is this is a gooder. Okay, Mo, a gooder. Most scientists have never had the occasion to confront evidence concerning the UFO phenomena. To a scientist, the main source of hard information, other than his own experiences and observations, is provided by the scientific journals. With rare exceptions, scientific journals do not publish reports on UFO observations. The decision not to publish is made by the editor acting on the advice of reviewers. This process is self-reinforcing. 
The apparent lack of data confirms the view that there is nothing to the UFO phenomena. And this view, prejudice, works against the presentation of relevant data. That is Peter A. Sturck, an analysis of the Condon Report on the Colorado UFO Project, the Journal of Scientific Exploration, Volume 1, Number 1, 1987. Dun-dun-dun. This is a good one. Nice. Thanks for saving the quote. Did we do a quote last episode? Uh, no, we forgot, actually. I don't think we. you guys a, did one for the... Quote of the week, slowly fucking No, I got lots left, fading. man. I got lots left. No. So you guys know how I get the, the quote of the week for the newsletter? I listen to every episode, and I start Googling the first part of it until I get enough, and I search it, and then I find whatever quote that you used, and then I'll copy and paste it. Nice. Graham has them all on a nice list. I know. He could, he could just send them to yeah. me, but no, he makes me work. And then he doesn't even fucking do the quote, so you listen to the whole show and there's not even <laughs> a quote there. That's pretty much that's. And then you're like, wait, did I miss it? I gotta go back. Yeah, yeah I've actually done that a few times. Okay, Have we missed the quote more than once? Uh, well, I used yeah, to do it. No, I, well, I used to do the uh, the quotes from the emails, right? For quite a while there. From oh, the, the Podesta ones. emails. The Podesta there were some good ones yeah. in there. Yeah, there were some good ones in there. Graham is an all-in believer in chemtrails. I'm saving that one, buddy. My hand slipped. Yeah, I, got, I got a Bigfoot quote for you. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, where's my jingle? Jingle for you? Let's go. Oh, you, with... got, you got a jingle? Uh, best I can do is... I'm sure they exist. Jane Goodall. Yeah, pretty good, right? Huh. <laughs> There's a lot of build up there. I have the Myers I was during remorse. an interview with an NPR reporter. I like it. Fuck That's pretty NPR. good. Jane Goodall, she's been told, or she's said many, many times that uh, she'd be very surprised if they didn't exist. Yeah. Because she knows that people, when people see them, they know the difference between an ape and a Sasquatch or a bear and a Sasquatch. I mean, I think she's admitted that, you know, it's it's definitely weird and strange and odd that no hide or hair, you know, conclusively has been found. But she's read all the reports and she'd be very surprised if they didn't exist. That's saying a lot. I cannot believe the fucking controversy that's coming up over us even talking about doing a flatter show. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to ask you guys if you were ready for that. It's like we've got more, like more comments on that in the last week than on anything else. And it's like half of them are saying yeah and suggesting people and the other people are saying don't fucking do it. Down the middle. Yeah. It's crazy. We're, we're in a no-win situation right now. It's here's flat a, earth or no Here's the latest earth. one. Don't do a flat earth show. You are Grimerico. Those flat earthers are known to practice circumcision with cheese graters. That's pretty harsh. So the funny thing is, that's the guy that James didn't like to comment about the... That's funny. ...the chip. But James texts pretty much the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably better friends than they think. <laughs> It's been pretty funny though. Well, so. I have a hard time with the with the doing the flat Earth one because I feel like it's just full of shillery 
people. Um, well, everyone just spam Graham and tell him what you think. I've already got a couple lined up. I've already got more feedback than on most episodes from above the flat earth. People, really? People suggesting Everywhere. guests. Same with on YouTube. Suggesting guests. Like, and, but they were really good emails. They were very like down the middle. Like, you guys, I understand what you're going through. I'm not sure what you should do about either. But if you do have one, have this guy on. That kind of thing. Yeah. We have the best listeners. We, we do. do have the best listeners. Yeah. We really need to put them through that. <clears throat> anyway, we'll talk about it more next week. We'll think about it. You guys uh, should enjoy the chat with uh, Knitting Adsel, Knitting Like Kitten, <laughs> and uh, and about the Kundalini. This was a fun chat. Yeah, they're doing really, fun. they're doing really good work at Life Force Academy there. And Christmas is coming, so uh, give the gift of Grimerica for Christmas and tell somebody about the show. Other than that, enjoy the chat with uh, Knitting. Tonight we have Nitin Adsol with us, and he's the co-founder of Life Force Academy. And he's also an award-winning winning, uh, film director, and he's got a documentary called Kundalini. That's uh, definitely something we're going to be talking about tonight is Kundalini. And of course the Life Force Academy, which is uh, basically helping people evolve and, and grow their consciousness to basically higher levels. So it's going to be an interesting chat. I've got some personal stuff that I want to ask him. And so welcome to the show, Nitin. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, Darren uh, Darren just got over a cold and I've got it. So excuse if uh, excuse me if we have to cough or sneeze a couple <laughs> times here. I'm 100%. You're 100% now? Good. I picked up what he had last week. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. I mean, it was really, um, I've wanted to talk about Kundalini for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at your website and the Life Force Academy, and it looks really interesting. So, you know, glad to talk to you. Do you want to start, I guess, a little bit of talk about Life Force Academy, and then we can get into some of the details about Kundalini and meditation a little later on? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Life Force Academy is a platform uh, that um, we have uh, put on, uh, my partner, Mr. Tim Gosser, who is based in UK, and myself, we have started this platform to to promote the life force energy that is within us, and which is our right to use this life force energy to be more conscious and work with our true natural gifts and talents. There are many, many people who have a lot of talents, but they don't have proper direction, proper sense, and how to use your own energies within you um, safely 
to to become conscious and become who you are. Mm. So this platform is going to provide them services, classes, workshops, webinars, retreats, many events, as well as people who have used this life force energy and done something better in their life will be coming on show, will be talking, will be teaching. So we'll be creating a platform to learn. And at the same time, this platform will be very, very useful for teachers, for guides um, who are at that level of higher consciousness, who know this knowledge, this scientific perspective of it, who have studied this ancient knowledge of all the techniques, uh, not religious way, but more of a spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they don't have a real platform to go and, 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 uh, and, um, and project their knowledge and others can see from that. Um, there are many gurus who who have their own organizations and then it becomes into that box. Oh, I'm the guru, this is my structure, this is my organization and people just go to that. But I think this knowledge is so unique, but at the same time, this knowledge is is very common and it is, it is part of us, or us as human beings. So it has to be available widely. It has to be available by default. We don't need to go to a guru and his organization to join it. I think we need to have a platform which is like we have computers. Every anybody can buy computers. Anybody can buy mobile phone. Anybody can buy anything that they want. Their basic needs. So I think this is this education is part of the basic needs. What we study in college, what we study in school is okay. They give give you job. They give you work. They give you some kind of temporary things like mortgage, home and everything. But the real education of who you are, why are you here? And what is the real secret of bringing that peace and happiness and love in your life? That Those secrets are never told to the common people. And I think that's why we have created this platform and it will be very useful for people to learn. And this is not going to change overnight. Uh, this will be a slow process. But this platform will start helping people to 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 become more real, become more awake and really see things. Uh, so that's the essence of Life Force Academy. Uh, in this, this is an academy where knowledge, people with knowledge, will be coming and talking and spreading the knowledge, and we'll be having different levels of educations um, for everyone at all levels. So, can you learn? So, like, if you're learning quite a bit about this, or you, it sounded like you're teaching teachers, so then you can become a teacher at the academy as well. For some people, it's, it's, it's yeah, it will be. There will be people with different levels of um, um, of knowledge, and as they start learning, um, they start teaching. They also start learning the advanced levels, so they will start graduating more and more and more at higher levels and start becoming teachers. So yes, we will have the teacher programs. We will have the classes for common people as well as people who wants to learn and start teaching as well. Nice, and, and a lot of this is online, right? It's it will be more mainly online, but uh, it, there will be more advanced courses in person person as well. Um, so there will be retreats in person uh, as well. Um, uh, to, to to you know, it's always makes more difference if you have if you have one on one session in person. So those will be also integrated in our services. Uh, and as as you asked before, there will be teachers because we ourselves cannot do everything. So we need to create more leaders. Those leaders will create more leaders, and that's how it will spread. Are you going to sign up, Grav? Become <laughs> the local uh, Alberta yeah, maybe, Kundalini yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah. What's Kundalini mean? 
Kundalini is a Sanskrit word meaning coiled up. It's an energy of consciousness that's stuck or that's coiled up within a human body. Uh, Kundalini is a Sanskrit name, but this is nothing to do with Hindu religion. This is an energy that we are all born with. We all have the potential to rise this energy. This energy is called as Qi in Asian Chinese language. Uh, different uh, religions have explained it in their ancient scriptures and they call it Prana, Prana Qi, energy, spirit. Looks kind of um, like a serpent. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call it. The ser- Sometimes they call it the serpent tank too. Serpent energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like um, when it rises, it's like, like a serpent awakens. Um. That's why they call it serpent energy. The serpent is coiled up um, at the base of your spine, um, and and if you if you see when the spine is 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 like like a like a serpent who which is which is standing up, and that's why it's called a serpent energy. And there are many symbolic um, representations that all lead to serpent um, symbols um, through this energy. You 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 must have seen it in different different ancient scriptures. Uh, the serpent symbol. Mm-hmm. You even see that serpent symbol in the medical um, um, uh, association. You know, you see the two serpent coiled up and they are going up like like you know DNA structure. So the medical industry also uses this symbol. Yeah. So is is that kind of the main focus of um, Life Force Academy? Is about the Kundalini and the Life Force, and then there's all this other stuff that's built around that. Um. It starts with um, with the life force. It starts with the energy, um, but it goes beyond and beyond. Uh, just Kundalini is not just the the end of the um, uh, end of the um, cycle or end of this consciousness. It's just a start, and there are levels and levels and levels. Um, but yeah, we have to start with the with the Kundalini energy, with the life force energy, and then expand. There are there are many many levels of energy that go up and up with your higher self, with your true nature. Um, in different planes of consciousness, uh, we will explore. Um, but essence is yes, it's an energy. We are all made up of energy. Solid objects, they are made of same energy, except their vibrations is uh, is low. So that's why they are solid objects. Versus our vibration is high. We have we have more more life force inside us. So yeah, to learn the consciousness, we start with life force. We start with energy, and then build upon that. So could you go into maybe how, how you would, if somebody came to you and they wanted to learn this, the, some of the first steps that you would go through for them to recognize that they have this energy and that how to start working with it? Yes, um, everyone has this energy. Everyone has this energy at different level. Some people's energies are, are at a higher level, so they are able to express, do some things uh, more aggressively, and um, they're, they're leading their life. But if somebody's energy is at low level, um, we go through and uh, first we look, we'll have to um, see what's what's impacting the energies to not rise to that level that the person can start doing what he's supposed to do on this planet Earth. Most of the time, we ourselves are stuck with our own um, pain, suffering, and anger. Since childhood until today, we have suffered, you know, there are so many good things have happened to us, but we always remember the unpleasant things. And those are stuck, those emotional imprints are stuck in your in our mind, body, soul. And that's where there are blockages and the energy doesn't doesn't rise up. 
So when a person comes to learn, he wants to rise his Kundalini, work with the consciousness. We go through a deep level of meditations, deep level of talking, bringing those old emotional issues to the surface so that we can release those. We do that through meditation. We do that through uh, visualization techniques. We create an energetic environment mm-hmm. where uh, where the the seed of consciousness starts growing. Every person has this energy. Every person has this seed. All we do is we we fertilize this seed. We put this you know fertilizers and water and sun so that the seeds start growing. And that te- those techniques are you know let go the old. Let go the fear, let go the anger, and start bringing this beautiful happiness and love inside you so that your kundalini can start rising. So that's the essence that we start. And then we have different, different levels of educations and classes that we run to make a person ready um, to, 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 deal, to, 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 to awaken this kundalini energy. The body has to be uh, tuned, the diet has to be right, uh, the the mindset, the person's thought has to be clear and pure because even an ill thought, uh, a thought of our anger or pain or rage against other person will create a block inside you and the energy won't flow. So it has to start with purity, clean, cleansing and cleanliness about your how to clean your body, be truthful, be honest, and also have a pure uh, mind as well as the diet and food and any habits that you do, we start balancing the balancing this person. Hmm. So when the person is a real pure human being, then the energy is really freely uh, rising within you. Hmm. What if what if um, this Kundalini is awakened into somebody who's not ready? Um, it's uh, it happens. It happens many times. Uh, sometimes the Kundalini uh, awakens uh, by accidents, uh, accidents to your tailbone. Um, and the person is not ready to uh, the, the the kundalini sh- uh, rises, and then you may have um, some um, some unpleasant experiences because your body is not ready. You, you are not ready. Um, our nervous system is very intelligent nervous system, um, but if it's not used, uh, it's like electric circuit in your home. If the wires are old, and if you try to start the uh, switch switch on the buttons to 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 lit everything. If the wires are old, there might be short circuits and there might be fire. So same thing with the body. If your nervous system is not ready to handle this energy inside you, then then yeah, you may have unpleasant experiences with, with this energy. You might uh, you might be bedridden. You might uh, you might uh, you know, sometimes get get some 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 physical kriyas or senses that you won't be able to handle. And uh, medical industry may not understand what's going on with that person. Um, so it can be challenging, uh, and that is why it is very necessary to 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 start bringing the purity and cleanliness before we start working on the energy. Uh, but you're right; if um, if by accident or if you are try to force the energy to awaken in you before you're a responsible person, then you you either will have unpleasant experience with that, or if the kundalini is with you and you are not responsible enough to handle the power you may abuse others you may try to use that power to control others or do things that you need for your selfish desires and that has happened there are many dictators in 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 the history who who were awakened with kind of this kind of power but they 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 control the the masses 
So that's happened. And that happens in corporate world. You know, if, if a responsible person is given authority, um, made a CEO or a vice president of a company, if he's not honest or is not responsible, uh, his actions may damage the company. Uh, employees will suffer. The company may go down. So before giving this power to a person, we need to make sure that person can handle that power. A right CEO, a right VP needs to be appointed to the company. Same thing with this mind, body and soul. In order for a person to consciously use this energy, a person has to be ready. Honesty, purity, um, those are the qualities that needs to be practiced, practiced, practiced before the power can be used. Have you, have you guys seen any 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 healing at all? Like, do people come to you with uh, chronic physical issues or even maybe emotional issues, and then by the time they go through this process, they're they're getting better? Yes, many of such cases. Um, uh, many of the people uh, they come with uh, emotional issues, chronic issues, energy issues, and we work through uh, healing, uh, energetic healing uh, with them, and um, they are getting a lot of benefits and a lot of um, peace and harmony and a lot of a lot of um, you know surrender or a lot of um, forgiveness uh, is necessary sometimes for them to come to balance yeah and uh, sometimes um, you know uh, it it happens right away sometimes it takes some more time Um, but yeah there is always a success there is always a a, a progress that we have seen on all of the people that um, that we have we have treated so far or we'd be able to help so far huh what about do you have something Derek? where do you where do you start like where do you, if you had a block say because like i mean mm-hmm. it's pretty tough to go all day without even thinking something that's yeah you know fuck that guy who cut me off now i'm all blocked up how do i get rid of this <laughs> i know how i get rid of it personally but it's probably not the most uh <laughs> healthy way yeah yeah well you know there are many, many ways you know nothing is going to change overnight it's a process um but i think we have to remember that you know only our own uh, ourselves can 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 change ourselves any not not anybody can give you i think we can always uh, get guidance but a, a person has to make a conscious decision it's enough i need to change my life i need to take control of my life this is it. I'm not going to hate anybody. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be unnecessarily say anything or show my middle finger to this person. Let him cut him off. I will just bless him. I think that thing needs to happen. And and in everybody's life, that point comes when a person really surrenders and, and says, oh, this is it. I want to do it. Um, so there are, there are ways, you know, there are yoga, there is meditation, there are breathing, there are so many techniques out there. Um, but a real start only starts when a person really makes a commitment, a personal commitment to self. I need to take mastery of my life. And that's the when it will start. Um, meanwhile, we just have to make progress. Just keep keep whatever best we could do to, 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 to be mindful of every thought, every action. Um, mindfulness, mindfulness. You know, if you're watching TV, just watch TV. Um, just watching movie, just watch movie. Don't eat and watch TV. Don't you know, read something and watch TV. Just start focusing, giving an attention to one thing at a time. That will start bringing this awareness, being in the moment. And as you start me- becoming in a moment, 
slowing down, slowing down. Then if somebody cuts you off, it doesn't bother you because the person cuts you off. That that moment is gone, and you are still in the moment. You're in the next moment, and then you forgive that person. You don't even remember. It's like you no, know, when you're driving from your home to your office, you pass so many roads, um, but you don't remember exactly every day. Oh, I saw this person on the road. I saw this car on the person, but you only remember somebody who cuts you off. But when you becoming more mindful and living in moment to moment to moment, those other things that would have bothered you otherwise won't even bother you. Staying in the moment is the best thing. Start coming to the moment right now. That's it. This moment is past. Next moment, right now, right now. I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I've so seen, you get cut I've off. seen people. No, no, I've seen people change. I used to be a frustrating driver. Now I, I, I honestly, I don't give a shit if somebody cuts me off. So frustrating. Today, actually, I was on the phone with Darren today, and I almost rear-ended a guy. <laughs> See, but I didn't even yell at him or honk. Well, there, there's some what the fucks. <laughs> yeah, that's or, actually, you no, know, Graham's thing isn't a cutoff. It's more if they're in the fast lane when he's trying to get get going down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> but I like right. it. That's just sort of the fuck it, right? Yeah, fuck it. Don't have yeah. time for this. Yeah, guy. it's just why hold why hold all that resentfulness and anger? It's just really hurting yourself. It's not doing anything to the guy that cut you off. Like I like to think it is sometimes. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so how do you reconcile if you have all these different um, people coming in to learn and to teach in your academy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you mentioned that there's a lot of similarities to these spiritual practices, but there is a lot of uniqueness as well. So what about different views, like world views of people that come in? Um, like some people might think that, um, you know, reincarnation, like your soul has a contract here in this life. And then some people may not believe that. Like, how do, how do you reconcile for people coming in to teach at your academy those different sort of core beliefs about the world? Yeah, um, there will be differences. Um, some people will say uh, they learn this way, they know this way, and um, reincarnation, not everybody believes in. Um, but, you know, uh, we won't go into those more details until um, in the advanced levels. Mm-hmm. We start we start very softly and gently um, with common examples, uh, day-to-day examples, um, like this, somebody cutting you off. And we start with that, and uh, we start teaching or start guiding that person. Um, and as, as we start going into advanced levels, um, that person is more open to receive. That op- that person is more open, more mindful, uh, more in the moment to understand what the other person is saying. You know, um, every religion, uh, every uh, modalities uh, are almost going at the same destination, but they're just finding different ways to get there. Um, but as long as the the uh, the teaching is um, showing that you're going to go at the same place, um, then it doesn't matter which way you go. Um, everything uh, will will lead to that. So uh, we are not bothered much about religious way and uh, other stuff because we are not focusing on that. We are more focused on scientific way, um, how to give day to day examples, how to relate with science uh, and how science could explain what we are saying. For example, um, law of karma um, is like Newton's law. Every action has equal and opposite reaction. So it's a scientific law, which is the law of karma. If you do bad to others, the bad things will happen to you. 
if you do good, the good things will happen to you. Um, if uh, if you keep doing good, 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 good things will happen to you. And you thank you, thank you, thank you to the good things. Um, those good things will 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 stop as well because you know the moment you react, uh, the thing stops. Uh, so we have to keep doing good things again and again and again to to keep good things happening again and again and again. So all those laws, law of attraction, for example, in the uh, it's also scientific law. Mm-hmm. So as long as um, we focus and uh, teach based on uh, spirituality and science integration, uh, we don't see any. Uh, any uh, any conflict that will come through it, um, uh, and if 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 some person has uh, some uh, some explanation needed, we do it softly. Uh, we 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 try to convince whatever best we could do, and uh, one day uh, people will realize, uh, yeah, this was right, and they will come back. Um, so no force is um, uh, we're not teaching with any force. It's open forum. It's open platform, and people will come as uh, as they feel natural and uh, learn. Nice. And at the same time, we create. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I want to talk a bit about the science as well in a bit, but I want to get your take on what happened to me a few years ago because I I. I don't think I thought of it as Kundalini at the time, but now that I think back on it, I think that that's what was happening. And I was at this um, sound and breath, sound and breath workshop. It was kind of like called a vision quest, and mm-hmm. we were just a group of us were lying in this room, and there's a bunch of uh, there's a couple of healers there and some ancient instruments uh, like some didgeridoos and. Um, some crystal bowls and all this kind of stuff. And it was really, really um, a fascinating experience. And there was a bigger one before, like the week before, which there was like about 50 people in a room. And I felt felt my body vibrating quite a bit during Mm -hmm. that. But in this smaller session, we did this breathing exercise and then these instruments. Mm -hmm. And this this guy um, came over me with a didgeridoo and he literally did something to my root chakra, like popped my root chakra and it started spinning. And then, uh, that, that sort of sensation went to my next two chakras and they were spinning. And the lady, the lady with the crystals came behind me and she, she put one of the crystals, her big crystals into my crown and Uh she, she did something there and my crown and my third eye started vibrating. Wow. And then I was thinking to myself, like, and my whole body was slightly vibrating, but I could really, like, I'd always sort of believed in shockers, but I've never physically felt them before. And this was a physical feeling. Like, I could feel these uh, right. centers of energy physically vibrating and spinning. Right. And I was thinking, the only ones that aren't is my heart and my throat. <clears throat> and the, right. the guy came over, the healer guy came over, mm-hmm. and wouldn't he just put one hand on my heart or one hand on my throat? Mm-hmm. And he did his little like hands-on healing thing and mm-hmm. he pulled his hands off and those two shockers just started spinning as well. Nice. And, then, and then he came back, he came back down and he just checked briefly. It's like he just checked in and then he let it go. And then all of them were spinning together in this, like um, this, this wave of energy flowing up and down through them. So, you know, and that, that was quite the physical, like, like for me, I'm not as visual. Like I won't really have like a, a visualization experience or some sort of like hallucinatory thing. It's more like physical sensations of vibrations and stuff like that. So that's, 
that's what happened a few years ago and um it was really a profound experience and then now when i think back i thought maybe that was uh some sort of kundalini awakening yeah absolutely it was um um definitely the the channels the the centers they were open and vibrating so that your energy can start flowing up and uh, all these things that you just mentioned um vibrations and opening of the centers um uh, is basically the the building blocks for for energy to rise uh, to energy to do flow through um these centers are the wheels of you know uh, uh, wheels of energies you know they push the energy from one place to other up 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 so that's what it happened you know he uh, that person or whatever retreat that you went they opened up your your centers your chakras and and it's all physical it's real it happens um, you feel it physically when i had my kundalini experience it was very physical it i could feel it and mm-hmm. um that's uh, that's how it is and uh, a person who um experiences it he only can experience the 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 um the beautiful uh, uh feeling about it uh, and can explain it it's um it cannot be shown or it cannot be told um as much as uh, a person uh, experiences it that fascination is different but yeah it was i uh, i truly believe that was the kundalini energy um uh, awakening um building blocks um that were created that time um and i'm not sure how long it lasted um that sensation um but i think uh, once your ch- centers and ch- chakras are open like permanently open the energies is continuously f- continuously keeps flowing up and up and up um and uh, that's the goal you got to keep this energy circuit um on all the time yeah flowing up and down as needed well it's interesting the timing of that because now that I think about it as well, like I was on a bit of a quest. I was doing all kinds of different <clears throat> things like meditations and sweat lodges and all kinds of stuff like that. But I think it was shortly after that, that I really did sort of, we started this podcast. Like I felt like things really came together as far as like following like my path a little bit more. Right. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I feel like I'm sure that had something to do with putting me on the, on the right path as well. Yes, and um, it's not only just that put you on path. I think you somehow right took a step. I want to do this. I want to get this, and you took one step towards the divinity or towards that path, and then it's it happened to you. So you put yourself in that higher vibration place, and then higher vibration started tuning you more. So that's how it starts. That's how the uh, the adventure starts, and then the new life started with this podcast and work that you've been doing. So that energy is flowing through you and came to so that's beautiful that's how it should be that's how it every person should should find the path and that way the life becomes more uh, more uh, happier and we're not competing with each other but we are complementing with each other with our work well and more and more people that have these personal experiences as well like for me that was an undeniable physical thing there and whether you know our mainstream science wants to acknowledge this life force or not it's there yes. and i feel like more and more scientists and doctors are are coming on board in a way like i've i've you know like i've been listening to more of this health and wellness um side of things like uh almost more of the extreme biohacking and athletes and stuff but a lot of them are very spiritual too and there's these doctors and these scientists who have all this science of health and wellness but they're also talking about 
meditation and yoga and they're very spiritual minded. So it, it, I feel like in some ways it's, it's happening and it's, there's an acceptance to this, uh, to the chi, the prana, the life force and all this, but do you guys, and I know that you guys are talking about science and spirituality together. And it sounds like one of your goals is to increase or bring it to the mainstream science. So can you talk a little bit about that? Or do you guys have any ideas on how you might try and do that? Yes, absolutely. Um, You are on the spot, what you said. Um, Doctors, medical practitioners, sports people, they are all starting to acknowledge there is this life force within. There are so many cases they have seen in medical, um, you know, emergencies where, you know, a person dies and comes back. And when he dies, he sees this energetic environment around and he's part of that other person, a part of the table, part of the chair, part of the universe. Uh, so there are mysteries everywhere since history until today. But they think that it's magic or it's hallucination, but it's not. It's the real thing. We are all made up of this energy. It's a life force energy. We, in this our rat race, in this world, um, we forget about this reality. But yes, you know, people are starting to realize um, science is um, researching on it. There are many scientific um, uh, um, researches and studies have been going on. But it's not come out on mainstream yet. And um, that's our goal. Uh, we need to uh, help towards that. The way that we feel it can be done is scientific research needs funding. Scientific research needs money. Um, that's one part. And second part is the science needs to needs to feel the force or pressure. The science, the scientific community, these, the research assistants, they need to feel there is a there is a pressure. We need to work on it. So that's why more and more people need to start talking about life force energy, mm-hmm. start yoga, start doing meditation, start having this experience. There are millions of people all over the world having these experiences, but they just keep it keep it to themselves. They need to come out and talk about it. Yeah. We have a lot of media. We have this um, webcast. We have television. We have TV channels. We have this internet. More and more people start talking about it. Obviously, it become main, main, mainstream. People will then start doing more research on it. So that's that's what we want to do. We want to spread this life force academies uh, through uh, and let common people talk about their energy, talk about their experience. Then see how the world starts changing, and then we will do these events. We will do workshops, and the the funds uh, that we gather, the money that we we earn, we will portion of that money for scientific research. We will sponsor the scientific, um, the, the scientists, the uh, research laboratories to 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 fund. We, Life Force Academy will fund those researches. So that's what we want to do. So at one one side, we want to awake all these people, common people to come and talk about it, educate them, teach them. At the same time, the money that comes from those teaching and classes, we channel it to these um, uh, laboratories for scientific research. And that's how we'll start bridging the gap. Nice. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, well said. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any questions, Darren? Um, do you have any, uh, is there any place, any place people can help you out? Like, do you guys have any sort of uh, active crowd, crowd funding or anything like that? 
we uh, uh, we are establishing that that will be established on our website and announced uh, very soon um we um we have um many supporters many supporters in this field who are very high highest level of kundalini and spirits and life force energy who are supporting us uh who are part of our academy um and uh, through them we will be opening up some more channels of education and teaching but obviously we need some funding uh, to sustain ourselves uh, right now we are not seeking anything as a donation or uh, anything we we want to uh, we want to work and help other people to earn money as well so that's how this platform is been created um but if, obviously if there is a organization who is willing to collaborate and um uh, help us uh, to to help us to sustain and do this work we will welcome um uh, we just want pure people with purity and cl- cl- clarity anybody that comes and help us we need to feel it okay this is this is not for any selfish agenda this is for really want to help to others took mechanism yes obviously they will become a collaborators uh, we'll be open to to receive um receive the funding and as well as support the funding yeah yeah i remember um did, speaking of science and and that type of stuff one of the things i think we're going to hear a lot about is the power of your breath and um how science is starting to figure out that uh it yeah. really does auto regulate your your autonomic nervous system i think and your and your autoimmune system and <clears throat> there's yeah this guy named uh, iceman his name is wim hof who does this breathing technique and he can submerge himself in ice and and run and you know yeah. run marathons in the freezing cold and all in his shorts and all this kind of stuff and i've experienced that recently myself where being uh. dunked in cold water and if you just focus on your breath and slowing down your breath long slow deep breaths like the the cold goes away like you can actually just yeah. feel feel like discomfort level and and I've been talking to friends about it and like the other night my friends were talking about how they're teaching their kids to breathe deeply and how they're trying to they're going to set up some courses for conscious breathing and right and we I have know a ball and I know in myself, uh, do you have a ball for breathing? For the kids. Really? Like One of a, those like mechanical ones that gets big and small, you know, and they're like. And the breath opens it up? Or? No, but that's like how you can visualize it for. Oh. When oh, you I want see. them to. But it works. If they're going fucking ballistic and you can get them to take like, you know, a half Couple, a dozen deep breaths. It calms them right down? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm always telling you know, my girlfriend to breathe deep and, and, um, in, and even in yoga or other stuff, like when I'm focusing on my breath, it's, it's, it's much easier than if I'm in my, if I'm stuck in my head, I'm trying to do yoga. It's really, it's like suffering. It's difficult. But if I can focus on my breath, it really does change your experience physically. So I think that'll be an area that is somewhat easy for science to see, like, what does the breath do to your body and how does that affect your you know, your performance levels, your body's immune system and all that kind of stuff. Right. Agree. Completely agree. And, uh, and we use it many times. Many times we are stressed. Our mom or dad who have told us, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if there is a science behind it. When you take a deep breath, you, you come back to your sense. You come back to the moment. You come back and uh, your mind, body, soul start talking with each other. 
So the deep breath uh, is very, very, very important. And um, uh, the example that you gave, and you, you yourself experienced it. Yeah, if you're focused on your breath, that's the essence. That's the prana. In right. yoga, it's more. It's not about stretching. It's about breathing and sending that breath to that part of the body. When you're doing yoga, the the, the part of the body that you're stretching, sending the breath, the energy there, so that you're 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 rejuvenating those cells there. You're sending the energy for those cells. How do you do that? I just stretch and breathe. <laughs> does it does it happen automatically, or do I have to? No, no, no. You can focus on putting like yeah. breathing through that part of your body, like breathing in or out through that part of your body. Huh. Right. Right. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm surprised. You've been stretching lately? <laughs> yeah, I stretch the older I get, the more I stretch. <laughs> do your kids and your kids do yoga, right, Darren? I mean, My that's, kids do yoga, and yeah. Do you notice a difference with the, with them if they're if they're in that space at all? Or not really? No, nah, they're not there yet with the breathing. They just like do the stretching and Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It tires her out more than anything, so we do it before bed. Right. Yeah. But do you, but do you talk about the breathing with them at all, or teach? I don't. Like, uh, is that what the ball is for I to teach them how to breathe? Yeah, Lisa teaches them how to. I don't. Uh, I throw on the Cosmic Kid yoga and <laughs> hit play. <laughs> Frankie the Frog bedtime yoga. Because wouldn't that be important? But, uh, I mean, if we the chick who does it is, and, is great. Yeah. Like she's got a whole. She's got a bunch of them. The kids love her. She you know. She, it's mm-hmm. like she does her yoga in front of a green screen and then puts this crazy background on it for the kids. And oh, yeah. Madison mm-hmm. just loves her. Oh, cool. So they're doing like yoga, for, lots of yoga for kids out there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good. Huh. Nice. Nice. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. But, I mean, it's not like it's on cable. No, no, no. This you is know, a like separate. You have yeah. to fucking seek it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Huh. So is there anything else that we've that we haven't touched on as far as life force goes and some of the types of uh courses and stuff that that you do for people? Um well uh, yeah it's a it's a vast uh, t- topic and we can go into more deep 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 knowledge um you know really really start getting this um you know supernatural powers as well at the advanced level you know we are not fully human yet uh, we have eyes we have ears uh, but the eyes um, really can, we just look, we don't see. Um, you know, when your life force energy is fully active, you are able to use these the, the superhuman potential. Uh, you don't need cell phone or mobile to talk to anyone. You can just hear or you can just send the message to the person on the other side of planet. That kind of potential or beyond that can be achieved if, if you are fully awake with this life force energy. Um, so we we go through those advanced and super advanced levels of um, learnings and teachings as well, uh, step by step, step by step. Um, make sure that person is ready and um, you know ready and responsible to take on the new knowledge. We had a fellow on recently who who teaches people how to have out of body experiences and to do astral travel. And do you right. guys? Do you guys? Does it get to that to, to that at all? Is that something that you would help people with, or is that a little bit too? Um... Uh, these are all techniques. These are all uh, uh, things that gifts that come. But um, uh, you know, that's not the goal. Oh, I need to do astral travel. That's why I want to learn this. It's part of it. The gift that will come to you. If need be, you know, you know, in a situation to help others. Uh, it's good to know about astral travel, but we don't teach it. Hey, this is the astral travel course. Um, no, 
Um, it's um, uh, if if a person's life force energy as it awakens, as it goes by chakra by chakra by chakra, and then there are higher chakras even outside of of your realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, each chakra give you a specific gift. Um, um, but you don't want to stuck there. Oh, I got this gift. I'm I'm there. That's it. I'm I'm happy. Then it, your ego comes in and oh look what I have. <laughs> so we keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Uh, it's like you know you want to go to the hundredth floor or even on the top floor. You're on the eightieth floor and you see the neighbor and you like the neighbor and you start talking the neighbor and you stuck there. You but you have to go up and up and up. So yeah, the astral travels, the other features of intuition and power and you know everything comes but we have to keep growing keep growing so our goal is to not um like market oh you will get this gift or that gift the goal is to become more conscious so you can see what is your purpose on this planet earth and seek towards it that's that's the ultimate goal so our our courses will be based on those uh teachings Nice. Yeah, I think it's super important. I think it's very important. The more people start realizing uh, how to stay in the moment and just do these simple practices, and then it really is like a snowball, and it keeps it keeps going. Right. Right. What about food? Is there any like food I can eat to fuck with my kundalini? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be like that's got to play a factor too, right? Like pork. <laughs> I ain't giving up my pork. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it happens when it when the time comes. I think um, uh, there is no strict formula. You have to use this food or that food. Um, sometimes bring to bring your body in balance, you need to eat meat. Sometimes uh, you need to give up the meat to to bring um, bring purity and cleanse it, cleanliness. Uh, but um, there's a lot of craving that we have put on our bodies. We have been conditioned. Um, really, really, if you really see, our body doesn't need food. We can, oh, if you're really working with life force energy, we can sense and we can absorb the energy from the universe. We can absorb the energy from sun huh. and we can use that energy to, to sustain. We don't need um, a real food. But um, our bodies have been conditioned to eat um, fruits, vegetables, meat, um, pork, chicken. Carbs. Carbs, yeah. So um, slowly, slowly, but softly, we can start letting go uh, the the habits and then, uh, you know, less food, less and less food. It doesn't matter what food you eat, but less and less, become more conscious. Um, then take more steps, you know, start taking some fast and uh, uh, smoothies or juice, uh, green vegetables only, a smoothie of green vegetables, anything that is live, live food. Um, like, like, um, not dead food, like no, no cookies, uh, cookies are dead. There is no life in it. Uh, no cake. There is no life in it, but vegetables and fruits, because there are life in it. There are seeds in it. If that, that fruit goes into the ground, it will create a, 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 a tree. So eat those kind of things, which are live. And those, those things will, will start bringing more and more clean, cleaning inside you and your cells will start um absorbing that energy and start becoming live your nervous system becoming uh, will become awake but if you eat pork or if you eat chicken they are it's good to get proteins but they're still dead you're eating dead stuff and that's uh, you're really uh, not alive your your whole consciousness is not alive so the more and live you eat 
you will become more lively and That's more interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think but you let go. Doesn't yeah. it work that way with you know I was watching a show last night with some African tribes, Ethiopian cowboys. Mm-hmm. And uh, they like guard their cows, but uh, mm-hmm. they have this chain, and that like once I don't know how often they did it. I missed that part because I wasn't focusing on just one thing. But um, <laughs> they have this chain, and they choke it around the cow's neck real tight. It looks real crazy, and then they shoot an arrow through his jugular, and they uh. fill up the bucket with blood, and mm. then they. Uh, but they do this, and then the cows still live. So they like cycle through their cows, and they actually treat their cows a lot better than we treat our cows. But mm. yeah, then they're just out in the jungle drinking this blood because they think it gives them them power, right? But I wonder mm. if like so that from that standpoint, something like that would would almost be better for you than eating the meat of something you've killed. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Something live, something real. Yeah. Wow, yep. yeah, it's funny because I was just talking to my friends again about like sun, the people that uh, that just like the sun gazers, and that the sun is really more important than we ever thought that it get that it does have important uh, yeah nutrients and and stuff with it, and you know we've been scared you know, culturally that, uh, you know, you got to layer up with sunscreen cause it's going to give you cancer and all this when really we should be out in the sun more, we should be absorbing the sun more and, and eating vegetables and all that. But those two pieces of black forest cake today were so good. <laughs> That's the problem. It's so hard. Like the carbs, like I'm conditioned to eat carbs and sugar. I mean, it's, but you know, they, there's also these like high end athletes that are doing 10 day cl- um, fasts and, and three, five day fasts. And I mean, people say that after a few days of fasting and having no food and only water, that you actually get more energy for a while there. Exactly. Exactly. Because these carbs and other food are actually blocking. The real energy is blocked. So when you start eating this nutritious and live food, you get enormous energy, as much of energy that you want to take on the world. That much of higher energy you get. Hmm. Yeah, I got to start uh, really focusing more on that, the diet part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good right now, but it's just like... If if there's cake around, it's hard for me to say no. But I, I I definitely don't have any of that in my house. Like the part of the key thing for me is like don't have the shit in my house, and then I won't eat it. Right. But it's at work in the office. If there's donuts, and it's hard to say no to a donut. But for the most part, it's uh right. it's pretty good. Trying to eat a little bit more fish. You know the odd the odd steak, but trying to eat more vegetables and like a good right. green smoothie and stuff like that in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, this is this has been a, a great chat. Is there anything else that uh, you think we should uh, talk about before we let you go? Um, no, I um, just wanted to um, you know uh, you know share uh, what we are doing and what we are um, uh, moving forward with. Um, we will be making a lot of films and documentaries and media work as well. At the same time, you know, take interviews of people who are with this energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, spread the word um it's um life is not that complicated i think today's world uh we see a lot of hatred between people races religions nations countries life is um we are making our life complicated um we don't really have to compete with each other if we are really looking at self and ask the question why i am here what is my purpose what purpose I'm going to be happy with, 
And if you start asking that question, the answers will come to you and um, you don't have to compete with, oh, that person has this Mercedes car, I need to have that. You don't need to. You just do your work, what you're good at, and then people will start collaborating and talking with each other. Um, you know, we all have unique gifts and talents, and with that, we'll start helping each other. And uh, life will be more happier and peaceful, and uh, we will be more awake, and then we can grow, really grow. I think almost the whole planet is, is sleeping. All people are sleeping. I think there are only certain number of people in this world, they, they are at that level, but entire population of the planet is really sleeping. We are not awake yet. I think we need to become real. We need to really, really start seeing the world and who we are and start making a difference. Uh, I, we have been suffered. Do you, do you think that, uh, that there's a, I mean, we, we talk about this on the show all the time where you can look at it a couple different ways, right? That there's a lot of people that are still, asleep and there's this you know all these wars going on and it's a negative uh, outlook but then you can also see the the internet and how that's changing everything for the positive and how there's people like us and you guys talking and and people opening up their levels of consciousness so yeah. you know if you look at it the, the latter way where we're opening up our consciousness mm-hmm. and things are changing in a compassionate way do you in your personal opinion do you think that that there will be like a tipping point. Like, do you think it has to reach a certain level and that might be 10% or 5% or 1% or uh, before things like dramatically shift or will it be just a, an ongoing slow kind of awakening? I, I, uh, I think it will be ongoing. Uh, it will be, um, it, it will be a process. Um, I don't think it will be a sudden change. Um, um it's been happening. It's been happening. Um, you know, um, it's been happening for centuries. People are getting more and more and more advanced and more and more, um, you know, uh, e- evolving more and more. Uh, with the internet and everything, it's uh, really good that we are coming together. Um, I think people people say that, oh, you have a mobile phone, you are stuck to your phone, you are stuck to your computer and stuck to your internet. Uh, you're not growing. But I think that is actually making people more conscious. Um, even a person just playing a video game game uh, continuously on a computer or on his cell phone is actually focusing, is giving attention. His brain is um, not multitasking at that time. Is focus, attention. So if he's evolving... I hadn't evolving, thought of that. That's actually a good point. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is. It is. He's evolving. And that person can become awake, awakened. So there are good things happening, um, but we need to look at those at conscious consciously. Um, so these all things are happening and coming at the right time in this universe, right time at the world, and now uh, the, the consciousness is increasing. But at the same time, uh, people are getting stuck into that um, in this uh, modern world as well. You know, the modern, the things are coming. You know, we have cars, we have vehicles, we have uh, all these uh, utilities and everything. We don't have to really work hard and go into the in the woods and cut uh, wood and sell it and uh, cut fruits and all. We don't have to do that. Everything is being given to us. So because of that, we have more time to meditate, more time to do other things, the conscious things. And that's not happening. I think people are we are getting all these new, new things, advanced things, but we are getting stuck into that as well. So we need to use those for your benefit consciously and then use the other time that you're getting free because automation is making you do things faster and you have more time in your hand. So don't waste that extra time that you have in hand. 
go meditate and start doing stuff. So that kind of things needs to happen. Um, people are taking advantage of of masses, so we need to make sure that masses know who they are and they are worth. They have the power. Everybody has the power to rise. Would you, uh, for any of our listeners who are just jumping into this, what uh, can you think of like uh, maybe a good book that's entry level or something like that? Or uh, there are many books uh, on Kundalini. Kundalini. Um, uh, I, I, in when I made my movie uh, Kundalini documentary. Oh, the um, movie that would be perfect. Yeah, right. and and show, yeah. tell us where you can see that as well. It's on um, Amazon. Uh, it's on a website called Seven Dots Media, and it's also on Gaia TV uh, online available. Um, so if you have Gaia subscription, you can watch that online as well. But the DVD is available on Amazon. Uh, Kundalini documentary uh, if, uh, uh, is a 82 minutes long film, and uh, that will give a very very thorough explanation from uh, from basic level to all people. Uh, and there are many books. Um, uh, there was a person called Gopi Krishna um, who wrote about 18 books on Kundalini. And he he wanted scientific evolution, scientific uh, research on Kundalini. That was his quest. Um, he was very high level Kundalini act, but he did not consider himself as guru, did not create an organization around him because he just wanted this knowledge to be spread and scientifically proved. He has written many books on Kundalini. Um, his uh, book called Kundalini Empowering Human Evolution is the best book uh, by Gopi Krishna. Uh, that can be a good start uh, for people. And then he has written Kundalini Questions and Answers, a book as well. That would be a good book to uh, to review as well. Uh, his books are available on Amazon as well. Uh, so if uh, if you search Gopi Krishna, you will uh, you will get to his books. What was the first one again? You mentioned uh, Kundalini empowering human evolution. Nice. Okay, I'll link. I'm going to link to all this in the show notes as well, so people can just click on it and get sure. there. And then I was just looking on on uh, Gaia for your documentary there, but there's a whole bunch of Kundalini ones that show up. Um, so, uh, just look at Nitin Arsul Kundalini, and then uh, it should pull up. Okay, let's try that here. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Beautiful. Right on. Yeah, that's been a good chat. I think I really like the work you guys are doing, and I think it's very important. And um, it's 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 going to be uh, yeah a big part of the the growing growing awareness of our energy and you know, yeah. levels of consciousness and following our path. I really like it. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving us, uh, giving me opportunity to come to come on your show and, and share and talk. You're welcome. Yeah. Keep in touch. If you guys come out with another couple documentaries or if anything uh, major yeah. happens, we'll, uh, we'll get you back on and chat about it. Absolutely. We'll do. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nitin. Welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was a chat with Nit Nadzel. That was a good one. That was great. I always thought Kundalini was a sex thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It does have that connotation because it's a. It also is known as sexual energy. Like when you're doing it, like people, I'm sure they could have orgasms and stuff as well. We should talk about that, the breath work and all that. Like I wasn't. Well, I was good about that. I wasn't sure. Once I figured out it wasn't a sex thing, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you were doing. I was like, that's gonna come across. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I think it also comes from like tantra breathing and stuff like that as well. Like people can, there's a, there's sort of an overlap between like tantra and kundalini and sex breath work and stuff like that. You made it all weirdly sexual with your fingers and you put those things together too. There you go. That a boy. Yeah. Big thanks for coming on the show. Um, I'm going to watch a documentary, obviously. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I just, you know what? Guys like that, I have a, a sense that they're just genuine. They're not out to try and make a buck. They're really just trying to help people, right? That's right. You How much I mean? is a documentary? I think it might be free, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. You have to be a member to Gaia, but I'm sure you can get it on Amazon, too, like you said. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, right? It's very, it seems very genuine. You know, then you know you, you're welcome to donate there, but they don't have a donation page, right? It's just there. You can pay, it, I guess, to do some of the courses and all that to help you, but it just feels very genuine. That's right. Are you gonna try? Oh, I'll watch the documentary. I like that it's a documentary because I can commit to that, as opposed to a course or a book. <laughs> Or a book, yeah. A book is a big commitment, especially around Christmas and everything else. And no, unless it's on audio. I've got like eight books on the go already. I've got, I just, <laughs> I just found my old Audible account just fucking packed full of credits. It's been charging oh, my account every no. month and I didn't even know. What? You so said I, you canceled that a long time ago. I thought I did, no. Oh, so well, I, that's I spent exciting. like six credits. What'd you get? That's exciting. Uh, I gave three to the wife and then I grabbed, I grabbed the Scott Adams one. Uh-huh. Uh how to fail at everything and still win big or something like that. Yeah. And then I grabbed Oh shit, I can't remember now. Uh here's my audible though. Uh The Dilbert Principle and Moby Dick. Oh. Mo oh. Moby Dick was uh twenty five hours. Yeah, that might, that might, you might just get bored of that one. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> you might not last. And then, of course, I got my uh, 1984 on here. Yeah, I know. I should listen it's to that one again. In April, and the clocks were striking 13. Winston Smith, his chin nuzzled into his. Good narrator. Is that 1984? Yeah. You like those English narrators, eh? Yeah. A storyteller. Yeah. That's almost why the audiobook's good, just for, that's the main. The main thing now, because I've realized that I can't absorb that content while I'm driving around the city. What content? Books. I find uh, audiobooks. Really? Yeah, I can if it's uh, nonfiction. Oh. Crabbing facts down my throat. Mm. But if mm. it's a novel, it just kind of the allure kind of gets lost. Whereas it's different to sit in bed or a podcast or a podcast. A podcast is different. Yeah, it's different than a book than a novel where you're supposed to really be visualizing. You know. Especially if you have a good narrator and he's doing the voices and everything else, then you might as well just be curled up on your couch. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like it, I'm the opposite. I, I, I can handle a good uh, fiction book, but not a, not a nonfiction. I have to be like... How can you visualize properly? You're not. You're just half-assing it. Maybe. Because when you read, you're forced to visualize your own little fantasy world. But why do you need to? Maybe I don't want to visualize it. Maybe I just want to just. Well, what's the point of reading it. the novel? Novels aren't. For it's not absorbing. for visualization. Like, sure it's it not is. Why I read a novel? It's just it, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you're no. just you're yeah. 
doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. No, no. Rob's out. That's the end of the show. <laughs> uh, support the show. GrabAmerica.ca slash support. We are going to ask for donations, even though I think at the beginning I was like, no, we're not even going to ask for donations. And then like, after sinking a few thousand, we, were <laughs> yeah. like, we better start asking for donations. Fucking heating bill is going to be. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember I didn't want to, but holy shit, we got it now. In the winter, I fucking, if it stays like this for a couple weeks, the heating bill for the igloo is going to be bordering on 40 or 50 bucks a month. No. Really? Still fucking things 1,500 watts. Really? I, and I blew the breaker turning on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we have three heaters. Right now, in the here. heaters are <laughs> wide open and they're just fucking skirting with the, out, with the like, my feet are cold. And both heaters are Really? Cranked. No. Are you? Well, I'm wearing my slippers. Well, so I could have socks on. And boots. And you boots. I could have shoes. boots. But I mean, it's supposed to be heated like, it's just so cold out. Right now it's minus like fucking 30 some Celsius. No, it's not. What is it? It's like 18 probably or something. It's no, all, it's everybody not. says it's all cold and it's really not that bad. What did you do today? Sat in your office. Why don't you come out with me tomorrow? Tell me how cold it is. It's minus 19. What's it feel like? 29. But you can't go by the feel like. That's not right either. Sure it does. The wind sucks the heat out of things. So, right now so the when you say whistling. it's minus 29, you're like, it's not really minus 29. It might feel like that. But that's subjective. That's just, who who says that's how it feels? The guy well, who makes the, the weather forecast? That's a wind calculation. It's not a, it's not a calculation. It's a the feel. The wind chill is a calculation. It's a feel. <sighs> it's not a feel. That's just how they put it, because they got sick of writing wind chill. They got sick of right. Windchill. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't get much colder than that here. And minus this morning when I left, it was minus 25. Actual temperature. Felt like it? Or? No, it felt like minus 37 or something like that. <laughs> You're a little colder out here in Testimony than But that's about as cold as it gets. Well, yeah, it should be colder there than the city. Yeah, this could be the week of cold, right? The, the week or two This is cold. the coldest it's been in three years. No. Absolutely. No oh, my God. This is the coldest it's been since I moved into this house. Three years ago, there was a foot of ice on the driveway all all Not year here. for months in Calgary. Like, it was brutal. That Just was three years. Cold, that, was, cold. that was three was winters. A brutal ago. winter, yeah. But the last two winters were mild. They haven't gotten even... Did we didn't, didn't even get go the down below of... minus 20. It hasn't been this cold since I moved into this house. Hmm. So it definitely hasn't been this cold in the igloo. Yeah, it doesn't feel that bad for me. Maybe it's all the breathing I've been doing. Must be. <laughs> and you're all bundled up. You got sweater on, nice big sweater. Yeah. Wearing your outside clothes. Yeah. And you're wearing your fucking pajamas. <laughs> that was the point. Winter is ruining the plan. Anyway, check out grammarica.ca slash support. Uh, help us pay our outrageous heating bills. And, uh... While you're there, sign someone up for the newsletter and spam grab. Tell your friends about this motherfucker. And I think that's it. Anything else? No, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week.
bit like coast to coast But on demand Raw and uncut interviews And all without no ads Once it's false and once that's true And the rate you sink grows too America, America is here for you Stories from the listeners Sent to Graham, he'll read the man, be amazed. But Darren may say no. One says red and one says blue. But if it's balls, it just won't 